Hello and welcome to this special Top 5 Rules to Live By episode. Each week I ask my guests for their guiding principles for life that they want to share with us. Things that motivate and inspire them or that they really want us to understand for making fundamental change. I hope you enjoy this shorter format giving you some tips each week to consider while you're going about your day. Um, okay, so Christine, um, I really like to have uh, at this point sort of five, five of your best kind of points or sort of, I don't know, top tips. Again, sounds a little bit trite, but um, five of the best things that you could really um, advise of somebody that, that would make a huge difference to the way somebody approaches maybe this time of year specifically, but also just to the way they approach to their their bodies and the way they feel about food, fitness, movement, uh, things. So, um, yeah, it doesn't have to be in any particular order. <laughs> so, um, my five, I'm not sure you can count them for me. So I would always okay. start by writing down what is your why? So if you, if there's something that you want to do, why? So first, just ask yourself, why do I want to lose weight? Why do I want to exercise more just ask yourself is it because you want to look different is it because you want to feel different so that's my first one ask yourself why uh, and and where that's coming from or or I mean is that relevant at this at that point absolutely so asking yourself why you're asking yourself where is it coming from why do I want to change why why do I want to change the way I look why where is that coming from it's just I mean that's a whole big you're opening oh yes huge because I think also (laughs) it's uh you know might it be because some one person said one thing and that's kind of made you go I you know what I would look healthier and so it's working out whether that is genuinely authentically you or if it's influenced by somebody else but sometimes it could be you see a, a picture And then you're kind of like, oh, actually. And more specifically, do you want to exercise to feel different or do you want to exercise to look different? So that's what I always ask um, clients. Why do you want to move differently? So that's a whole big topic. That's number one. Number two, and very simply, as I've said before, detox your feed. Now, I'm on social media quite a lot. I say it's work-related. It's mostly work-related. It's also slightly addictive, so I do but um, detox your feed. So it means that you're going to get much less of that new year, new you messaging. You might get some of it, but you will get an awful lot less. If you surround yourself with people in the non-diet space, diversity of bodies in fitness. So a diversity of fitness trainers, et cetera. There are lots and lots of intuitive fitness trainers and non-diet fitness trainers and there's lots of people out there that you can just add to your feed. And if any feed that you follow, any person that you follow does not make you feel good about yourself as you yeah. are now, call, stop, stop following them. You have autonomy. You can do that. You can say, no, I'm not going to take that anymore. So that's number two. <laughs> and I think, um, have you got anybody in particular that you can think of off the top of your head that you think actually they really enrich what I see? Oh my goodness, I have so many. So um, I really do have so many. So I on my website, I've got a whole resources page. Okay. Where I've got listed all, um, everybody that I follow that brings me joy. And just, I mean, my, my good friend, Ella Law is a non-diet nutritionist. She's an intuitive eating counselor and she is incredible. 
and my other friend um claudine seaskip blue she's a body image coach and she and i have done a lot of work together and they are inspiring women all over brighton and hove at the minute but um further afield there's so many people meg boggs amazing yeah so i don't know if you follow her but yeah. if you if you're a fitness professional or if you're interested in fitness or strength training please follow her she is just lighting up the fitness industry and just bringing in new conversation and she's fantastic i just love her content and i'm so there's lots of people from there's so many but um, i think the other the other thing that i always find uh and and having shown it to other people uh their feeds to other people they've gone oh my god i had no idea with the people who call out the bullshit on instagram particularly around yeah fitness inspiration and um uh you know diet and weight loss and stuff like that the people who uh, like Dana Mercer and uh, Alex Lights Lund LDN yeah, and right. Raw Beauty Talks who all um <clears throat> show uh oh if you want to take a photo how do, how do influencers take a photo in their leggings so there was one recently before christmas where they were doing uh, leggings and they were putting inserts into the bottom and mm -hmm. so they were like making their butt look more rounded <laughs> and more uplifted do you, you remember seeing it and uh, yeah. and, and it was somebody who was taking like um you know like a iphone like just a video of the photo shoot whilst they were doing it and and looking at the the stylist who was making sure everything looked pert with these butt inserts to make her butt look bigger because she just basically had a normal bottom like everybody else and oh. then you see the results of it and you're like oh my I have seen that photos or photos yeah. like that a million times and I've bought the leggings or looked at it and gone god I wish my butt looked like that and then you realize it's total bullshit uh, and oh. you know the people like Dana Mercer and Alex Light and um Raw Beauty Talks you know, showing the yeah. filters, showing the uplift, showing the narrowing, the bits where they can chop people out and stuff like that. And the difference between the before and after just makes you go, oh, okay. And it's also, I think it's also good to see how things change. So, you know, in the, in the 90s, it was that heroin chic and then yeah. things change. And now we're supposed to look, you know, perfectly our glass with a sizable peachy bottom, bottom yeah. but a very tiny waist, very pert, big boobs, tiny shoulders. And you know, what? I mean, yeah. we, we, I mean, literally in the next few years, I'm sure it'll change to something else entirely. And it's, it's like, we are not robots. We cannot, you know, it's just, argh. but yeah. an account I follow, which changes the game for me a little bit. And it talks about being more than a body is beauty redefined. Okay. Lexi, Dr. Lexi and Lindsay Kite, um, they both did PhDs in body image and I've got a wow. course called Body Image Resilience and they've released a book, which I've actually got here, More Than a Body. Oh, and it's, it's about the fact that let's take the focus away from bodies. Let's just, you know, and it's encouraging girls and women that they are more than the skin. It's like dress comfortably, go out for the day, just you know it's about that self-objectification let's yeah. just move on from that so it's trying to get resilient about your own body image and then move on so mm -hmm. taking that focus away from the body rather than bringing it back mm -hmm. so it's that they've got quite a different approach it's all about your body being that instrument not ornament 
And I love that. And like from a movement point of view, that's what I would talk about all the time is can you pick your kids up? Can you run and play and have fun with them? And if your body doesn't function in a way that allows you to be able to do that, then let's do something about that to be able to help things to, to exactly. you to be able to enjoy your life. Because isn't that what's the, the what the point is rather than you going, exactly. oh, I, I can't run or I can't do this because of this or, you know, what, what's the function of your body and what do you want to be able to do with that body? Great. Let's do that. Yeah. Okay. So that was number two. Oh my goodness. Right. Number three. So the fitness challenge you might see in in January, there's lots of different 30 day fitness challenges. Uh, Please stay away from those. Think about something small that you can change. So start small. So with, if you want to build up your fitness, if you want to build strength, if you want to mobilize, if you want to gain flexibility, if you want to help your core, your pelvic, you start small and work gradually towards that goal. There's nothing wrong with setting goals. I'm absolutely up for that, but set realistic goals and work towards them. So I, it's not very sexy for me to say in six months working with me one-to-one, you could feel quite a bit stronger. That's not as easy a sell as in 28 days, you'll look like this and you'll have lost all this weight and look glowing. So it's, and I think that is the crux of it. Start small and then build towards that goal. Yeah, And it's much easier, even five minutes of movement a day. That's what I always say, five minutes of movement a day and just stick to that five minutes a day. You will see change. Yeah. And uh, Uh, for that, I always really recommend James Clear's book, Atomic Habits, um, because the the brilliant thing that he says about that is is just start with rolling the mat out every morning you don't even need to do the movement but what you're doing every time you roll the mat out is creating a habit that uh gives you a step towards the identity of somebody who moves every morning and even if all you so so he talks about a uh, uh somebody who just would go to the gym literally walk into the gym sign in walk in and walk back out again. And he'd do that for like a week. And then he'd walk in, sign in, and then do like five minutes of walking on the treadmill and go back out again and do that for one week or two weeks or something like that. And he slowly built up. And what he was doing all the time was creating this identity of himself as somebody who went to the gym. And it wasn't, I'm, I'm somebody who does this extensive weightlifting program and goes on the treadmill for half an hour right from the start. It was literally, I am somebody who goes to the gym. And you keep on building up evidence of that thing as being the habit that you're creating so that you then uh, can uh, build on it. You can always build intensity, but you 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 can't sort of start with the intensity and then build regularity. You have to build the regularity first. That's so interesting because I I take a couch to 5k course um, for the council and they're always like oh I don't run fast I don't run fast and I'm like no no we are getting time on your feet I want you to run as slow as you can so that you can keep going yeah at this point then you can build speed so let's get that foundation let's just and keep that consistency start small start really slow and then you can build as you're saying I think it's when you go too big too soon, you can end up getting injured or just demotivated or feel even worse come February. Yeah, and, exactly. And, and you're not building up, you're not connecting with that as an identity, which I think exactly. is the, the significant thing for making something stick. Okay, um, number four. So um, because I'm of a certain age, <laughs> um, I would love to encourage women to 
just get to know their cycles and tune mm -hmm. in with their cycle. Now, I teach women probably late 30s to mid to late 40s mainly. Um, I was kind of all ages, but that's kind of, I would say most of my clients fall somewhere in there. And so I cannot tell you how many of my clients have felt low mood, anxious, fatigue, apart from everything else that is going on in the world, but I've just not felt themselves. I've felt low on energy and a lot of it can be down to perimenopause and the symptoms that that can create for us. And I think it's just being aware of that and then tuning in. And on the days that, you know, do a bit of research about that, but, but not... I find since I've started tuning in and then I move in the way that I have the energy to move on that particular day. So it's kind of giving yourself permission on the days that you're not feeling amazing to actually rest or. Absolutely. And again, it's coming back to that intuition, isn't it? It's coming back to that feeling that actually today, this would feel better for me and tomorrow or next week, I would feel completely different and like doing this and that, that, that sort of mindset of just pushing on through every single day consistently yeah constantly yeah. need to be progressing just is completely ridiculous because that's not the way that we're made at all and and you know that intuition just goes back into the you know it's so powerful when you really think about it and I and I think you know it is perimenopause is something which we don't really talk a lot about and it can start from your you know, your mid thirties, the yeah. symptoms can start and it's something that we just tend to blame ourselves and then just, you know, rather than think, okay, what's going on. So just, just get checked out or just, you know, tune in a little bit to your cycle. That's what I would say. That's been quite a game changer for me. Certainly. Yeah. And I've yeah. been able to be a lot kinder to myself when I know I'm going to be low on energy or Absolutely. Um, so much more understanding rather than berating yourself. Oh God, oh, I should have gone to bed earlier or I shouldn't have whatever or whatever it is that you your internal chatter says. And actually you're like, oh, it's because that's six days before my period comes. And that's yeah. always the same every time when I'm like, feel like this. That's okay. Tomorrow it'll be different. Yeah, exactly that. Exactly. I think that's that. a really it's good hard point. To it's hard to do. It is. And my my fifth one, is it fifth one? Yeah, yeah. So my fifth one is getting a buddy. So um what I mean by that is that it's specifically to do with the gym um, if you cannot afford a personal trainer and like a personal trainer I really recommend especially if you're new to the gym and you want to start in the gym find an understanding non-patronizing hopefully weight neutral personal trainer just find somebody that you've got rapport with who you think you'll get on with and who will help you out around the gym and just sort of show you and can sort of help you with form and keep you motivated and keep you consistent Failing that, if you do not have the funds, and we don't all have the funds for that, um, I would grab a buddy, get somebody who's quite interested in going to the gym as well, and go do your research. So I, I did a post on this recently. Find a gym where you feel welcomed, at ease, and comfortable. Mm -hmm. So do a day pass. A lot of the gyms have a day pass. Bring a friend along and just have a look around and just find somewhere that you feel comfortable. So if you do want to start um, a program at a gym, I mean, that's if you want to start in January, I'm not going to say don't do it, but <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. just find a gym where you feel comfortable and rather than you feel like you're not enough immediately when you walk into that gym, yeah. immediately feeling bad about yourself, just find somewhere where, yeah, and I've got a great little gym that I love um, and it's not too bright. I don't like a very bright gym. I like it nice and dark. <laughs> 
<laughs> and um, yeah, so it's just somewhere, I, I think that's a really good tip. So if you can go with a friend, have a giggle at the same time, it just makes it so much easier. Yeah, amazing. A, little, yeah. a little buddy date. So I've got a friend I go to the gym with every Friday, every Friday without amazing. fail. And it's just lovely. We have such a giggle. So and I think, uh, you know, when we talk, if we're talking about mums specifically, which is obviously the, what this podcast is uh, speaking to, um, you know, having that connection with somebody to do something other than to do with your kids or yes, it, it is so is so important because you know oftentimes you'll know people because you you know bounced your kids on your knee at nursery groups together or something like that and then your kids have grown up together but then then what happens when your kids are friends but you guys don't do play dates any longer so yeah. then the mums don't you know and actually it's really nice if you can there's a reason why you're friends and and people yeah. who are have commonalities how great if you find somebody who's like oh actually we all want to do the same thing I go sea swimming with a group of friends from my village here and you know one thing that's really struck me having done a lot of sport in my life is that sport and exercise in whatever format brings people together like nothing else if you've yeah. gone through like some workout together or some silly class or something that's made you laugh about something when your body's been moving as well it brings you together in a much more powerful connection than um than than other things maybe it's yes. just a different experience and I really do find that the bonds that you make when you're doing something that has pushed you to some limits or challenged you in some way is really longer lasting and that's really fascinating because um, I used to do sea swimming, but I do a boot camp um, on a Monday and a Wednesday, and it's a beautiful bunch of women who are all mums. They're all mums, um, the vast majority of them at least, um, and they all come together, have a giggle, challenge themselves, but it is just fun. And yeah. they come as much for the social aspect as they do for the workout themselves. Yeah. But it's all kind of in time with their school drop off. Yes. It's early morning so they drop the kids off get the workout in go off to work whatever but it's that little bit of bonding that's yeah. exactly what you said it laughing at each other different. while you've like got a beetroot face and you're trying to hold yes. a plank or you know do trying to coordinate something and you're balancing over uh, overbalancing or whatever yeah it's bonding in a, in a really different way that's re that's a really nice point actually and I think that make that really beautifully brings in that sort of reminder that exercise is about so much more than anything to do with your yes. bodies you know physical connection connectedness with people and the world around you can be incredibly powerful and and reminding yourself that you don't have to just like sweat away by yourself it's not just a singular endeavor that um, exactly. can really transform things so thank you for for really raising that point 